0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: monday november the second twenty fifteen and as always, I'm your host John Hanson And as we do each and every Monday at this same time over the same virtual airwaves of the Blog Talk Radio Network through our studios in New York, we welcome Buyer's Meeting Point's Kelly Barner to share with us a guest audio excerpt. Now, this week is kind of interesting because Rita Gunther McGrath, who's the author of the book The End of Competitive Advantage, is going to talk about a whole range of subjects, but the one that really stands out is what she refers to as the dematerialization of the procurement world. So without further delay, let's welcome both Kelly and Rita to the show.
2: Thank you, John. This week, our guest audio excerpt features Rita Gunther-McGrath. She's a globally recognized management thinker and leading expert on strategy and growth in uncertain and volatile business environments. She's also the author of The End of Competitive Advantage, which happens to be one of my favorite business titles. It's just one of those books that frequently comes to mind as you watch the many changes being seen in markets and companies. This particular interview was conducted prior to McGrath's presentation at the 2015 Crew Network Convention and Marketplace in Seattle, and it was done by Crew Network's CEO, Gail Ayers. The whole interview is only 10 minutes long, and it covers a number of topics, including advanced strategic planning. Challenges for female executives in today's competitive climate, and how CEOs can manage their workloads through better priority setting. I will include a link to it on today's Blog Talk Radio episode page. In the two minute excerpt I have selected to share, McGrath talks about the opportunities she sees in the marketplace and how leaders and companies can prepare to handle the changes that these new trends will usher in. Let's listen. As you think about the next 10, 20 years, mm-hmm. tell us
0: what you're excited about. Excited about? I think, um, well, one of the things that's become a reality now is something I started writing about 20 years ago, which is the necessity for leaders to become more discovery-driven. And mm. what that means is you plan with as much discipline as you can up to the limit of what you know, and then when you get to that limit, you stop and you replant. so you look around. In terms of the trends that I think are really exciting, uh, certainly the digitalization and dematerialization of everything is uh, becoming very real. And I think, certainly, for people that deal in physical assets, you need to give that a lot of thought. Um, You know, when some guy in a garage can come up with an you know, algorithm that that matches up supply and demand in in a new way, uh, that can really have an effect on your business. So I think that that's one thing to really think about: digitization and dematerialization. A second thing that I think is very powerful is we are all now in a position that you would have had to be a multinational corporation 40 years ago to accomplish. So you can spread your message, you can gain followers, you can create networks in a way that has never been possible in the whole course of human history. And that produces, I think, some very interesting abilities to find out where the innovations are likely to be, where is the real talent, You know, where are people that never used to have access to information going to be. Um, and then I guess an- another thing I'm working on a lot is how do we create systems where people can get knowledge in sort of bite-sized chunks and in real time so you don't actually have to go to a physical place to learn something. You can actually have that knowledge delivered to you in a way that's easy you know, and digestible, and you can learn it as you need it. And I think that's what we're moving to with respect to new knowledge and education.
2: Although it was just a comment made in passing, you might have caught what I would interpret as a reference to Amazon in that excerpt. Amazon was started in Jeff Bezos' garage in 1994, and today the colossal company truly does affect supply and demand patterns in a number of market segments, including B2B markets. Perhaps more applicable to procurement and supply chain though is her point about the dematerialization of business. I think there are a couple of ways we can think about that. One is virtualization or corporate virtualization as Proxima Group put it last year. Companies are increasingly reliant on their suppliers, which translates to an increasing percentage of spend flowing back out to the supply base rather than being used to maintain internal facilities, equipment, and headcount in-house. Of course, with this streamlining comes a new kind of risk. And in the case of dematerialized goods and processes, the risk is now located behind the front door of the supplier, increasing the importance of upfront supplier vetting and ongoing risk management. The other way we often see dematerialization playing out is through technology. Today, on premise or behind the firewall implementations represent a fraction of what they used to. Instead, we implement an upgrade in the cloud, paying for access to technology as a service rather than owning it as an asset. Upfront investments and switching costs have been significantly reduced, while security has arisen as a new area to be carefully managed through providers and hosts alike the combination of cloud hosting and social media channels has acted as a great leveler, opening doors for smaller or newer companies that never would have had a chance in the past, as McGrath points out. Based on my reading of the end of competitive advantage, these upstarts, you might call them, represent something of a wild card in the competitive landscape for providers and for the procurement teams tasked with evaluating and comparing their capabilities. First, the last trend she pointed out, the need to distribute knowledge in smaller, more easily consumed chunks, actually seemed out of place to me, but after I thought about it a little longer, I see the connection. Anyone watching the rising trends is not only bracing for change, they are likely in a position to manage and carry out change in their own organizations. And if you are going to be a successful change agent, you'd better be on top of the best way to sell ideas and knowledge to the people who need it. In this case, it means breaking changes down and communicating them along with their associated processes one piece at a time. This is likely partially due to our shortening attention spans, but maybe more importantly, a reaction to a faster pace of business. If you can introduce new ideas incrementally and allow them to be absorbed and adopted without bringing the business to a screeching halt, you will likely reach the desired end point sooner, creating what is sure to be a competitive advantage for you and your company. If you've read the book or listened to the video, I would love to hear your thoughts and reactions, either to McGrath's theories or my reactions to them. You can reach me directly on Twitter at Meetpoint or on LinkedIn, or by visiting buyersmeetingpoint.com.